Hello and welcome, it's Monday Club, we're back. Um, it's actually Friday for us, so whatever day you are listening, happy whatever day it is. This is whiskey, because um, it's Friday. Now, before we get started, um, we've got a really important subject this week, uh, van theft. But I want to introduce you to Verso. Those regular listeners, you'll know who they are. Now, they have been working really, really hard lately to get stockists in your area. Now, they have a map of where they are in your area. It's at versoelectrical.co.uk. The link will be in the show notes. Go and check it out. Um, yeah, they're really good stuff. It's very competitively priced. It's time to sort of move away from the old school stuff. Although it's tried and tested, these guys have come through with, and they're really trying to make good stuff at a reasonable cost. So go and check them out. Verso electrical.co.uk they get a tick from me before we move on i just installed one of their boards it's good gear very good it, gear listen it's not it's just it's a good alternative to what's out there isn't it i'll yeah. put one of my ass um I, i'll announce what was it was it what alex was on this week it looked it was on exeter they had showed it on their website so i messaged him last week says i need a double stack and he got back to me and says it's coming out before christmas so that's why i'm keeping my mouth shut because I haven't used one yet, but I'm going to buy a double stack one. Got and one they've got the double pole mini RCBOs coming out in a month as well, I think. So it's good stuff. Ginger. It's good stuff, and they're trying really hard um, to be good at what they do. And I'll tell you what, it's good on a social. I, I, I don't get paid by a sponsor. It's good on social media, inter. I give them that. Yes. Interactive, I like that. Nice yes. personal touch. Doesn't phone you up on a Sunday. No, <laughs> I won't get at that. This is the third take of this for anyone's watching. Start again. No. <laughs> right. So, Mark, bit of a bit of a dodgy subject. I am going to say I told you so. Um, should we tell the story first of what's happened? Right. I'll, I know it's your story, but the other day, right, Mark said, I'm going down to Heathrow. <laughs> Just like that. Right. <laughs> to, uh, to do some fannying about. And um, I'm going to be staying down there. And I'm going to be parking in a Premier Inn. And I was like, well, let me just tell you, Heathrow, Heathrow, Heathrow is a docile. And all around it is very dicey. Mind your van. What happened, Mark? Yeah, someone peeled the the side of the van door to have a look inside and see if there was out worth nicking. So we had a a big, big hole right around the locking mechanism. And um, Sam was right. It was... A bit of a dive, but then again, you know, you can go to any any hotel when you're working away, and it can happen anywhere in the country. Since I've shared a bit of what's been going on, I've had messages from people all over getting done in car parks. It's a funny one, isn't it? Did they get anything? Did you just say they weren't nothing worth nicking? No, I we like I say we leave the vans empty anyway. I look like plus, a right plus use Makita, don't you? No, I don't. We use we use Milwaukee. But <laughs> you look a bit daft sometimes when you start booling all your tools out. But we do that because I've been down this road before. It's not my first time dealing with it. What do you do with your tools? That's the question. I'm going to sorry, Mark. How many times is this? Just because you just said that. This is the, about the twelfth time in. Oh, I'm what, laughing, you, but that's ridiculous. For Six... you personally? No, the company. Right. Okay. What about? Well, it doesn't matter, does it? What about you personally? Just out of interest. Three of my vehicles, Shitting and sometimes hell. it's stupid stuff. I had like a, I had a Nissan Navara pickup truck, and someone robbed the spare wheel from under it. <laughs> And you know the tie-downs in the loading area you get in pickups? They robbed them as well. So stupid bits like that. I've had a window put in on a Fiat Doblo I had years ago. Uh, we've had locks drilled, slam locks drilled. 
also, I'm I'm a comfortable own van. I've never been done, but once back in the day, I used to be a DJ, and we used to take a recordable CD player around with us and record our sets. And this thing cost a fortune. And one day, someone broke it to my Skoda Felicia, smashed the back window, and this was in the back with a load of my records, and all of it was a pair of rigger boots, and I was grinning from <laughs> here to hear about it. That they're not Imagine the boot. being a DJ driving a Skoda. <laughs> <laughs> Skoda Felicia in pea green, it was mint. But, yeah, Listen, but, can I um... ask a pertinent question here? Mark, what do you do with your tools at a hotel, please? Push them in. So we've got the pack-out trolleys. You'll have seen me with pictures of them and on my videos. I wheel them in. You look a bit of a, a plonker to the receptionist. But I don't, I don't care. We've been on, we've had this happen too much. We travel light. We don't take anything more than we need, and all the gear either gets left on the job, locked up in the warehouse or place of work, whatever you're doing. Anything else comes into the hotel room overnight. Do of hotel, value. You ever get the hotel moan at you about that? Out of interest. No, I mean sometimes it's a bit of a ball ache when you've got to take it up to the eighth floor in a lift. I'm not going to lie; mm-hmm. it's not always easy, but. Generally, they're all right. They understand. The thing I don't, I don't like with the hotels is like this one in particular. I paid 15 quid to park for that night. It had CCTV cameras. It was well lit. There's barriers on the entrance and the exit to that car park. I asked them for copies of the CCTV. Still nothing. I was assured that I'd be emailed over. So I think, I know they say, they have on the signs, don't they? No, no responsibility for any loss or theft that occurs on our premises. But if you're, paying sh- 15, I'm, I'm, if you're paying 15 quid for the privilege, surely... Yeah, they're not free be... anymore. Parking in Premier... Yeah. They ain't free no more. I'd be blunt, yeah. They don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck about you. They do not give a flying shit. As long as they get your 55 quid, they could not give a toss. <laughs> Absolute don't give a shit about you. My mate found a Johnny in a kettle in a Premier in, allegedly, just for legal reasons. Do you know yeah, what? They, they're, they're horrible. Jamie's opinions are his own. <laughs> but yeah, but they just don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about your van. They just want your money for stop of the night. And that's the harsh reality that people should remember is that so, nowhere's safe. With your van, Mark, um, what's the cost to fix? Because like, they, they didn't get away with anything, did they, really? No, nah, they had a little nosy inside. But like I say, there was only a few hand tools in the back corner and they obviously didn't want those. Um, so, yeah, nothing stolen. The van door's about a grand to get it sorted. Um, so you can put it through insurance, but once you've paid your excess and they put your premiums up next year and all the rest of that is probably not even worth doing. So do we're just going to front the like, cost ourselves. Do you not feel like it might be worth just putting a plate over it and just riveting it on? You can get the plate kits. Um, I think it's Sussex Installations, they're called. I'm sure Nagy had them on his channel where he went out and had his van kitted out. So you can have these aftermarket plates that cover those areas on your van. So I could put one of those. I think it would fit over the hole. Um, and then obviously when it goes back on lease, I'd have to put a door back on because they want it back as they supplied it. Oh, they do, yeah. And so that's also, the you're, thing. Ad- you're advertising, aren't you? If you put slam locks on, I- I've got my mouth van to be fair, and my work van's got my... You may as well say, hey, scroats, there's loads of good stuff in here. Get yourselves in here. You know what? It's funny. I told you this the other day. When I was working mm. for ABC, they um, they put their they put slam locks on all their vans like because we used to carry around a lot of stuff in the vans. And... Um, they they told us, listen, you've got to start taking the stuff out of the vans now. Like, we're not mm. putting slam locks on. Don't use the slam locks anymore. Because actually, the thieves will still get in, but the amount of damage they do getting past the slam locks... The van's fucked. It's like four grand to fix the door and the, and the B pillar and all that sort of stuff. It's not worth it. They're just like, listen, if you, you've got no tools in there and they get in, it's fine. But we're not replacing tools anymore. Because the vans were getting done all the time. Because a lot of the guys stay at premiers and holidays and whatever, all around the country, they was getting done all the time. At least like one a month. 
so where I work now, when I was on my own, I'd always look, I'd, I'd go on Google Earth, look a little bit outside the area and find like a nice quiet B&B. Put myself in there, a bit safer. Where I work now, the woman who works there, she's like, oh, your van will be all right. I, I'm, 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 people look at me like I'm moaning, like it's, vans get robbed every night because they do. Oh, well, what are you bothered about? It'll be all right. It won't. If someone's in the area in that particular Premier Inn session, they'll just bum all the vans in the car park. The people don't understand. Normal people do not understand the connection between a tradesman and his van and its contents. It is it is nerve-wracking. And I used to have um, a VW Caddy, and I loved it because what what is more useful than a van? Nothing, really. Mm. <laughs> and then I was always, always worried about it. And I've switched over to just using a car because I don't really need a van. I put all my, I probably shouldn't say this, but all my tools, <laughs> all the time, everything is in the boot of my car with the with the parcel shelf over it. No one's ever going to rob my car for my tools. That's a fact. I, I, I don't carry a thing. My, my, I've got a crew cab now. It's empty all the time, all the time. Never keep a bean in it unless I'm going from my house to the job in the job, back out, back over. I won't even stop at Elder. I won't stop at the shop. I'm, I'm where? Elder. <laughs> Audi. Say Audi. Like normal man. Or Not Tesco. Aldi. Or Coop. Kind I, won't of stop, northern, I, won't, I won't even stop at the... Kind of northern... I won't even stop at the co-op. I won't even stop at the co-op for a packet of cobs. You know, one, one of the things, going back to the vans, one of the things that I think is really annoying is the thickness of the metal that they actually yeah. use. Having seen it, or they peeled it open, it is so thin. It's ridiculous. Do you know what? I bet you could do it with, you know, the can opener on a Swiss Army knife. You could. I wonder what they used. I, I, put my, I, put mine back, I put mine back temporarily, and I was doing it just with a, a little pair of pliers and a screwdriver. It's so soft. Once it, you've got the initial hole, you can peel it. But I, I would argue, I know where this is going to go, you know if someone brings out a stronger van, you should get stronger criminals. It's a, it's a vicious circle of, of it is this a is, this is what put in the back like it's like a big fit like you could, oh, I can't remember it was on on a group somewhere I can't remember I know you're about company yeah. and they've got like a proper steel reinforced cage and it slides straight into the back of whatever model van you have bolt it down and so they can bust through the door they ain't getting into the cage the but problem is then is they start hanging around for you to turn up in the morning and mug you for the keys. Yeah, because these, was... these these I've got to watch my language here. They're not messing around. These no. people, no. So... That's what a lot of people don't realize. These are organized gangs. Like all these comments that I've had on my videos, or you should have slam locks and your alarms and your cameras and all the rest of it. This is people who've probably not suffered this problem before. These are proper organized, high level criminals who know exactly what they're doing. Mm. There's a plumber plumber who messaged over who saying he had three of their vans done and that was waiting for them in the morning to come out. They just had bats, machetes, told them to open the vans. They didn't care if they rung the police or whatever else. They were taking the lot. Do you know what's funny? Yeah. Um, Nick won't mind me telling this story, but Bundy, he um, he got... He's, he's told this, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah they this. come They come round and they tried robbing his van outside his house. He went out there to chase them off. And they was like, if you call the police, we're going to come back and pour petrol through your letterbox. Kind of... You're kind of very vulnerable if it's at your house, aren't you? Because you don't know where they live, but they know where you live. You can't, there's mm. not really much, like short of murdering them there and then, they have got the one up on you. The, the, the worrying bit is, murder. You've, got, you've got to, the worrying bit is, is if someone does try and get to your car, where does it end? Because you are driving a weapon. And if, I don't know if anyone has any South African people, they will always lock their wheel. 
Do you know what that is when they stop? Go on. It's a, it's a technique for evasive drivers as well, yeah? So if you're in the UK, you drive on the right, don't you? So someone has to come to your right hand door, won't, won't they, to get into your van. So you'll lock, you lock your wheel to the left. Someone appears at your door, reverse, bump the clutch, twat them off. <laughs> is that That's a thing? A, that, that, I've done an evasive driving technique. Evasive driving technique. There, this guy. Which I won't, I won't go into too much. What yeah, haven't you done? I'm, I'm 11. And you fly a helicopter. If you have, if someone appears at your car window and you have got your car locked to the left and you drop your clutch, it will bump about two foot, which will hit them and will bounce them off your car. Alternatively, you could just put the throttle up and run them over. Depends what country you're in and what laws apply. But what I'm saying is, it's worth like tires and time. Have you ever heard of that? Oh. Never ever. You should, the car in front should always be able to see the tyres and the tarmac because if someone tries to get in your car and you can only see their, their, their boot, you they, you can't get in. You can't move. Leave yourself a gap to get out if anyone does out to you like that. This guy. He's a regular James Bond electrician, isn't he? <laughs> Mate, people down London, people will mug vans, won't they? I'm always aware of it. It's just something I'm aware well, of. Do you know what's funny? Um, did you see that video? I know it's going a bit away from vans where they tried to rob a geezer in a Bugatti. Like there's on mopeds, geezer's driving through in a black Bugatti. Mm. They come up on a moped, start trying to smash the window to get his watch. Just for, for yeah, I've seen Just, a few watch things. Yeah, there's so big, that they're driving a big sign around London now telling you not to wear your watches and stuff. I don't know <laughs> what it's, it's probably a thing because it here's the thing when you said you was going to Heathrow, Heathrow's not really London, London, but it is. It's still dicey. It's still in that M25 zone, kind of. And, yeah, it's still dicey. And there's still people around there that are robbing vans. And not to say it's not taking place in other parts of the country, but London is particularly notorious for it. This So, not a van again, but my brother um, was working on a building site. He's, he's a chippy. And he went to, to work Saturday morning. And he was like, do you know what? I'm going to take my motorbike. And he was working in Wimbledon. And he, all right, it's a nice motorbike. It's a Ducati. Got there, chained it up with two chains, went into the building, took his levers off, looked out, and the bike was gone. Oh, they're, they're 15 minutes. If I, I, I want to check and get some sensible advice, people, right? Because I've got some to offer. Mark said about taking your tools into a hotel. If everyone starts doing that, I'm afraid... They'll start hanging around outside hotels. So <laughs> over, don't be don't be don't be over, be covert. Yeah, if you can hide your tools on a job you're on, but on a big job, where are you going to hide them? There is nowhere to hide them. And I, I wish I could come in and get answers, but I would say to people, always be aware that it's Russian roulette. You never know you're going to get robbed, and someone is always trying to rob you. And how, that is the only. How much can you sell? Like this is the other thing. Apparently, there's car boots that exist just to sell stolen goods. Someone said there's a particularly well-known one in Tottenham. Yeah, in yeah. Tottenham. There's a video of it online. But I would, I would suggest it's I all did, going I, out of the country. I did uh, a video. It's on Twitter. I went to one down here. It's a car boot sale down here. Oh, was it you I, that did that? Yeah, don't yeah. ask why I'm going to car boot sales. It's it's a girl thing. Don't, I, I actually detest going to car boot sales because I've I got so much toot in my house that I don't want. I literally don't want to go and buy <laughs> other people's toot. <laughs> anyway, I walked, up, I walked up to the table and I was like, there is at least 15 different types of batteries and brands and, you know, like the old ones and new ones and all that. And mm. I was like, I said to the geese, I was like, 
why have you got so many different brands of tools? He goes, oh, I buy them for pound. I was like, yeah, I bet you do. I bet they're stolen. Get away, get away and all this. And it was just a big, big old hoo-ha. So I just took a video of it all. But that is all you can really do. But what I want to find out is, so you come out, what time did you come out to the van? I was out early, about five to five, something five like that. Five to five. Yeah. So what time did you go in? Uh, I last had sight of the van at about seven. It was intact then. So, okay. So in that period, they've come around, they've done your van. You walk out to your van. What's your instant reaction to seeing that? It was like, oh, yeah. Oh, not shit. That's like awful, isn't it? It's the worst thing you can possibly see. Mm. Even though I know there's nothing in it and, you know, the loss to me is just the damage of the vehicle. Yeah, it's still, your heart drops. So what do you do when you see it straight away? What's your first reaction? Um, to figure out how to get that reported so I can get a crime number to claim on the insurance. Because like I say, this isn't my first time. First so time. It... So you ain't going up to it and going, right, let's see what they've, we'll see what they've done, see what they've had. No, nah, because I know there's nothing in it. First time it happened, that was literally what I did. Doors are open, what's been taken, what's been robbed, uh, what's the what's the damage. Um, but yeah, now it's just, I set it up in a way to try and keep that damage to a minimum so it doesn't ruin the rest of the day because that's the hidden cost to all of this. If you've had your van done, you've got another couple of days sorting out the bloody mess as a result of that. And but if but you what, got more tools, you mean? Yeah. You yeah. think, You think? say, you, so the, the, the resale value of those tools is probably a third of what it is to buy them. Most of them are under an edge as well, weren't they? Yeah. I've got a message I'll read it out. It's from Jay the Spark, right, who, who's a regular contributor to this show, and he's put this out. I've really felt this, yeah? He says it's not just the tools... It's all the bits you've accumulated over the years. When mine got done, the C-word didn't get much, but they did get away with two Dewalt T-Stack bits filled with every hole saw size you could need. All different types of arbor and drill bits and everything. And it is that in it. It's all those little odds and sods you've got. Funny bent coat hangers. The stuff that really makes your day go quicker that gets nicked, that they throw in a hedge somewhere <laughs> and you never see again. And that's, that's the stuff you can't replace that affects you for weeks. So Mark... You've reported it to the police. You phoned them up. What did they tell you? You, do, what, you don't have to phone them up now. They encourage you not to. There's a website for van theft. Is it really? Yeah. So I don't know if it's the same for every force, but the Metro Metropolitan Police, you now get directed oh. to a website. You put your details in. As long as there's nobody actively at the crime, they just want you to provide the details, the times, the address, and then they get back to you within 48 hours to advise you what they're doing. And I've had that back today. And the advice was they've closed the case and they consider the length of time to review the CCTV is not a valuable use of an officer's resources. I bet you that entire website's automated. Yeah, well, I got a message Never a human touches that. I got a message back from a specific police officer. And because the CCTV that needed reviewing was from seven till five-ish in the morning, they determined based on the the crime that had happened, it wasn't worth them putting the resources into looking at it. And they would just pull you over. They pull you over in a 30, doing 35 and a 30 and spend an hour reprimanding you and sending, sending in paperwork that they's fanning about with and all that. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And then you got, then, then they send you out a ticket, then you send it back. Then they put you on a course. That's worth it. Is it? Do you see what I'm saying? It's like what I'm trying to get at here. And by, (laughs) by breaking down your story, understanding, (laughs) It's understanding exactly. <laughs> tension seeker. Sorry, sorry. Tension seeker. It's quite it out of But Mark, so you've reported it on the website. Yeah. What now? Now you're thinking, 
how am I going to get it safe just to drive? Because obviously I've got to get on with the rest of the day. So I've got a great big piece of metal hanging off the side of the van. And that's that's the point. If someone's peeled your door or cut a hole in the roof or taken a whole panel out, you can't use that vehicle again for the rest of that day. It's got to be towed away, all the rest of it. This one, I could just push it back in, make it reasonably safe and carry on. So You know, you know if you cut something like that, you'd get nicked. You would. <laughs> that would be worth their time, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be worth it. So, yeah, it's a case of making the vehicle safe so I can use it, make sure the door are not going to slide open and hurt anybody and just carry it. Did they break the mechanism at all or is it literally just a sheet? No, once you open that little panel, there's a wire you pull and the door just slides open. Mate, it's so gash, isn't it? It's like... All vans are like that. Every van on the market. Don't Every start van is, yeah. Money, you can't do it. You're wasting your time. They're all like that. And I've seen I've seen them with trannies. They, me- they must measure across so far and down so far and they punch a little hole and put a little hook in. They're I'm not going the, too deep transit, into it, but they know exactly what they're doing. On the old school transits, you only had to get like a pair of grips and turn the, the actual lock, the whole lock mechanism, and it'd open up the whole van. Yeah, we've had the, the deadlocks where they just drill them with a four mil, six mil bit or whatever that takes the deadlock straight out. Any of you, I think we had a dobler, they drilled a little four mil hole, and like Jamie said, they just hook through, grab the wire, and pop it open. I hate it. Working away, it's, and I, I, I've got to say, I, every tradesman I feel for you, whether I dis, whether you're a plumber or plaster, and I hate you or not, yeah, I would not wish van theft on anyone. I don't care about decorators, even oh, not decorators because they've already got a bucket and a kind of super Not, really, not really a trade. It, it, it's just the worst thing that can happen to anyone. It's like the HMRC. If you don't pay your tax bill, they won't take your tools that you earn to you yeah. to earn money. They won't do that. The Batman won't take the tools you trade because they know you need them to win it. But some fucking, you know what I want to say, word, will do that. And like I, When I, I worked away, I was in Barrett, BA Systems, yeah? And I left my van on site 24-7 and I bought a fold-up bike and I used to scoot from the where I was working to the digs at night, my fold-up bike. And I've never slept so soundly because my van was basically under armed guard. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? And it was just so, it was such a relaxing job for me because like the one thing I don't have to worry about here is my van getting turned over at night. And I can't... Only tradesmen will understand how relaxing that is. So, Mark, what are you going to do now? Are you going to take it to a garage and get it done? Or are you going to buy the door yourself? Because I know you're a bit handy with cars and stuff or, and just put, pop a door on. I've um, put it into a local body shop to have them do the door because it's all got to be done with a proper process for the lease company. I would have done oh. it, but you can't. So they're going to do it. But for the time being, I've just... Um, yeah made it safe and whacked a load of filler in it because there's the old issue of getting materials. I've been told there's a four-week lead time on that door. <laughs> oh, mate. And because I'm not going through insurance, there's no courtesy vehicle options. So it was either hire a vehicle or make it usable and safe. So I put a load of body filler in it and um, patted it down. that door's done now, though, isn't it? That door's done. There's no repairing that door. Is nah. that door not a theft deterrent now? <laughs> yeah, definitely nothing, you know it. what I mean? Is that not an Audi Terra? Like, no, I've got a trans, I've got a Cran Transit crew, and I'm thinking about having private ambulance put on the side of it. Could do, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, if you put decorator on the side of your van, no one's robbing it, or you've got three fucking paintbrushes and some super skull. Like, there, is that, there is that angle, isn't there? I've had people say, I oh, don't get it sign written, but we've had unsigned written vans for years before, and they still got done. But putting decorator on it, that's a good shout. Un- unsigned written van is basically. Um, I'll confess now, I had some magnets in my old van. Asbestos removal. Another good shout. Not and I got a, a guy I know who's a guy I know who's got an asbestos firm. Um, the number was their real number. They, you know, the, there's an asbestos removal people. You know, they get your code for an IC. The number was their number. So, like, who's going to, 
who's going to break into a van that's got asbestos removal written all over it? So you can get an affiliate code and keep your tools safer. <laughs> you, all you got, the, the only thing you've got is the art of camouflage, haven't you? Like, if you're a sparker, you've got a Tesco in there, probably. It's if one you're of those, a plumber, it's you've one got... those things, though. What is the protection against it? What is the protection against it other than, like, these harebrained schemes of ours? Like, just get a car, really. Just get an estate car. Really? It's Rush Roulette, mate. There's no protection. It's Rush Roulette. You are. Every tradesman is spinning the barrel. You're going to get done one day. Think about it like that. Just having a Ranger or something. Is that got to be better? That's got to be better, isn't it? Yeah, but you look like a drug dealer. No, I, I love you're... a Ranger. I love a Ranger. There is a load of mods you can do to your van. There's loads of stuff. Um, there's a guy I know quite well messaged on LinkedIn saying you can have all the cameras put in there. You can have extra sirens and you can get the smog and smoke systems and stuff. So there is loads of bits of gear you can put on your van, but it'll cost you a lot of money. And ultimately, if they want to be in and take all your gear, that's not going to put anyone off. Unless you've got opinion. machine gun towers in there. Yeah. I was watching... I was watching uh... The shorts on YouTube the other day, and funnily enough, like Street Crime UK come up and stuff. And that this is how unfazed they are. They they are bursting into like an EE store, mm. jumping up onto the counter, kicking off the display phones, and running out again. But they're not doing it quick. They're like I don't know. They might spend two three minutes kicking off the the count the, the phone off the the bracket off the counter, take the whole lot and, and run off. They're not wearing masks. They don't care. No, I would say as well, just for everyone's better, it's, it's like 95, 95% of the population, I think, are decent people. 5% rooting for everyone. And the, the people that are doing this, they don't give a shit. Like, no, short I... of... And I'm being very restrained this podcast. If I said what I want to say in this podcast, I'd get banned off... <laughs> no, but do you know <laughs> what I think it is? I think it needs, like... I think people need to act in the moment. And I know it's easy to say. It's like, if you saw someone breaking into someone's van... And you went over and give them a good beating. I think that should be a, a, a victimless crime. Should get a medal. No, it's a yeah. victimless client, crime. I tell, I tell you how much I take this. I'm going to word it very carefully. Yeah. If I saw someone break into a van and run off with some tools, they got hit by a car at high speed, and they were clearly badly injured, <clears> and that car drove off, I'd just walk off. I won't get my phone out and ring the police. Yeah, I'd just walk off. But is it like off, is let them like die? The- Most <laughs> of, of the Wild West used to be like that's the lowest form of life. <laughs> If you robbed a horse in the Wild West, that was it. You was like excommunicado. You're I agree with that. You know, there's, there's certain criminal breeds in there that even criminals will grass on. Non-sin, tool thieves. Yeah, I'll literally mean it. If I saw one get run over, I'd leave him there. I'd just walk off whistling, smiling. Yeah, I'd be smiling. I'd I've be never smiling. had my van done. I've never had my van done, and I've never had like my tools stolen. The only time I've had a tool stolen... Was uh, I was working, I was working in this new build flats, and I had the laser on the wall, and someone managed. And do you know what? They can have the laser for this. They managed to nick the laser whilst I was using it. <laughs> no surprise a... there. But I was doing, I was doing it, and I was marking up boxes, and I turned around, maybe went on my phone, looked back, I was like, "Where's the laser line?" Looked over there, gone. I've I've never had my tools robbed. I I like to. To make myself feel better, I, I make out that it's because I've acted in better ways. And, and But I don't think... I think it's just much through that, really. But I like to think I've done my best to stop my van getting robbed over the time I've had it. But when I started on this new film of the week, I had to go and buy toolkits for everyone. And I had to order it and see how much that value is, because I copied my own toolkit. I had to order it, see how long it took. 
and see how long it, how much it costs. And I was like, fucking, I'm glad this is someone else's money, not mine. Because I, I can't afford to have a space set of tools lying around. And I ordered this kit. It took a month to arrive. And I was like, if my van got robbed and I was on my own, because obviously I've got a lot of, I'm not, I'm not my own anyway. I've got to worry about it. I'd be thinking I'd be out of work for a month waiting for this shit to turn yeah. up. And yeah. seven and a half grand was my personal To be fair though, kit. we've all got a, a spare set of tools somewhere. I've, yeah, but I've got a time. lot of tools, but not enough to do the job. Do you want to let a guest speak? First Sorry. time it happened to me, I was probably 26. I'd just been in business myself for a year, and it was on my drive at home, and they cleaned out um, a couple of MFTs, all my tools and power tools, because I literally left everything in there. It felt very safe on my drive at home with a alarm on the vehicle and stuff. But yeah, next day, totally cleaned out, whole lot's gone. Obviously, I'm not sat on pots of cash at the time. It was just myself. So building back up from that, I very nearly give up, I will be honest. Mm. And there's a lot of people who will be in that place themselves you see it all the time on social media don't you any trade they've been done just a one-man band everything's gone and it's just too expensive to get back going again and the I insurers a, don't, a, the insurers don't cover everything either a bog standard sparky toolkit what i would have in my toe is is two grand i think that's what everyone's carrying around it's and for yeah, to absorb to that re- to replace like just hand tools is enough so that's that's two three hundred quid straight away minimum that's just I, basic shit. I turned it the other week as well. I spent that money on them tools. They turned up. I took my old tools off the van. I got to a job and I didn't have some, you know, hex to square adapters. Yeah. Didn't have any. Couldn't do the job. <laughs> Drove all the way to Darwin for no reason. Next thing I was like, oh, I'll just get out one of the bits. No no PZ2 bits or, or X bits. Oh, I forgot to order them. And that's what it'd be like if you got robbed. Yeah. For weeks, but you're wasting your own money. It's, I, honestly, <clears throat> anyone that's been robbed or gets robbed, I've got... No matter who you are, I've got a lot of... I feel sorry for you. I really do. Well, that, that started us off on em- emptying vehicles out after that stage. I was, I've been really, really careful. And obviously now we're more established. So if we have a van done, it's not the end of the world. We can carry on, but it's still annoying. Um, and yeah, it's just keeping your stuff safe at home. We've got camera systems around the house that set off an alarm on it, all our phones. If someone even steps on the drive, we've got a very oversensitive dog. So <laughs> if anybody comes near any vehicles at home, I'm going to know about it. And then you just have the issue of... Um, tackling the intruders i guess but when you're when you're when you're aware how does even any of that work if you're in a hotel and you've got your van maybe connected to the internet are you going to be on the internet you're going to get those alerts do you really want to go out into a car park in the dark in the middle of the night somewhere you don't know for sure for 100 sure the wi-fi network in a premier inn (laughs) suck a fat one you ain't getting no internet you ain't even getting an email come through you're not even getting a whatsapp message come through the, the problem is, as well, like you said about the police, Mark, not, it's just an automated system not doing anything about it. If you secure the vans, it just escalates. Where does it end? Are we going to look like with people turn up outside your house tonight and you open your van? Because they said this, yeah. this is what's happening with the posh cars, isn't it? They've knocked on your door, you put your head out the window, give me your car keys, note bad will happen to you. I've heard it happening. So like yeah. people are throwing the key, keys out rather than getting your grief. What are you going to go? Go and take on, a, take on an organised crime on your street? And no. the thing is... When it's at your house, your bet. Here's the thing, right? We had the other week. We had someone pull up outside our drive, and just playing music late at night. And the option is go out and confront them. They know where you live. I don't know where you live. And I went out there and confronted them because I'm a bit of an idiot. And then I was full as I was doing. I was like, "This is the worst idea," because what you should have done is just phone the police, and then they don't know who's phoned the police. But now I've had a row with them. 
not really got much much out of it, and I've had to go back upstairs. Well, I'd have, think, I'd have jumped I off my back gate. I've got now, because now they know where I live. I'd have jumped over my back gate and come out next door neighbour's house because I can't stand the cunts. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, do you see what I'm saying? Like, that's the same <laughs> problem you have with, like, your van getting done on your drive. So even if you catch them, you go and give them a beating, they know where you live. Yeah, it's only a you're... matter of time before they come back and give you a beating. If you're nails, if you are Jackie Chan and someone's whacking your van in a car park of a Premier Inn and you think you take them on, great. But don't ever try and don't pull that it. stunt of your own ass. Don't ever try no. and pull that stunt of your own ass. Don't do it anyway. I mean, it's my advice. Don't, yeah, don't... I, would, I, would, I would advise against anything like that because actually, if they're robbing tools out of your van, they've got way less to lose than you do. Mm. And they're very rarely on their own. There's more than one. Um, and usually there's someone watching for them that you might not have seen. So it's just not worth that worth that risk. And you say about the police, but there's all this this theft of like catalytic converters, even the fuel out of vehicles, loads of stuff that's going on Criminals out there. Like, and if they, if they were investigating all of those things, there's just not enough resources, is there? The tax burden for that falls on us. But they still pull you over for like, I don't know, a headlight out or something. It, or, or say there's not two gingers. I don't get... Listen, I don't get... Why have you said that? What? YouTube idiot. Don't say anything like that. YouTube um, if you don't talk about I'm gonna, it. I'm going to actually edit that out. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. They say they haven't got enough time to investigate that, but they're out there doing other investigations that are really easy. So they, they catch all the low-hanging fruit, the things that really annoy people, but then the stuff that really affects people... All of a sudden, it's a bit too hard. Like your house getting broken into, or your van tools getting robbed. I don't know what the answer is, and I'm not fully blaming the police. Um, no, that's that's uh, yeah, good point. Because that. at the end of the day, who do you call when you're in a bad situation? The police. So you can't knock them because they're there and they're awesome. But in the same respect, something has to be done. Now, is it the fault of us? Is it the fault of the police? Is it the fault of the van manufacturers? I do feel like they need to do more. I don't know what they could do because I've seen literally whole sides of the door cut out. Right, with like oh, yeah, roofs opened up a lot. Roofs opened up the whole lot. I was on a, I was on a job um, Tesco's Pearly years and years and years ago, and all they did is they pulled up next to a van, real close, opened up the sliding door, and then just um, got a recip saw and cut out a hole, jumped through it emptied the van into the other van i mean there's not much there's not much a a, a manufacturer can do against that other than play it in armor straight up these you get the odd car thief yeah you can do you can grass them up someone might catch them locally or that most of this is organized cram criminal gangs and you can't do fuck all about it no, I don't think you can. I, I do think there's stuff that they should do to make it more difficult. I, the police need to do something about it. Not, it's not much anyone can do. No, I think, I think the manufacturers need to make it more difficult. I really do. I don't think being able to drill a hole at a certain point in the door, poke a cable, poke, poke a, a hook through, and open your door is acceptable, in my opinion. It, it, no matter what you do, they'll get around it. Did uh, I'll tell a funny one? Did anyone remember the one uh, a few years ago where the this is common knowledge? It's on the internet. I checked earlier on. The SAS were doing an OP in a van that looked like a tradesman. I don't know this story, just to cheer everyone up. So the yeah. SAS are doing an OP, which is an observation post in a van. It's a train exercise, and they were in a van that looks like a builder's van, and they're looking through binoculars at someone doing all the stuff, yeah? And some scrote starts breaking into the van. 
So the geezer gets on the radio and goes, there's someone breaking into the van. And the guy's like, well, it's an exercise. Play along because it's it might be part of the exercise. So they opened the door, dragged him in. It weren't part of the exercise. <laughs> so they said, well, just keep on to him. We'll get the police to collect him later because we're counting on what we're doing. And the bit I know is that four hours later, the police picked him up and says, yeah. Uh, and they told him what happened. The police like, that's great, but why has he got loads of fresh fag birds on his face? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you, you just wouldn't want to get abducted by the SAS, would you? No, but it's if you Google that, that I did, it's generally happened. I think it's in a Tesco's car park, but yeah, they dragged him in and yeah, he was yes. gobbing off, so they started burning with fags, which I've got no problem with whatsoever. I think I think you're right, Sam, that the van manufacturers should do more. If you look at the improvements that have come in the front of a van with all your heated seats and the Mate. radios moving on yeah. and all of the investment they've put into that because they know it, it sells, I guess that maybe shows what the marketplace really is bothered about. But look at the back of the vans. They haven't no, changed since the 80s. Wrong. I'm going to do a summary. So you're wrong. If you are rocking around in the reinforced van, your van's getting robbed or you're getting robbed for your van. <laughs> no, not reinforced, but like take a bit more time and care and thought in the mechanism and like not being so easily exposed. Why don't, like, I don't know. Why don't they put a bit of, what's a, not titanium because that'd be too expensive, but what about tungsten or something? Like a rock hard metal, a bit of pig iron. Put a bit, like an inch fit, bit of pig iron in front of it. Listen, I don't care what drill bit you got. It's going to take you a while to get through that. Do you know what I mean? I think they just realised. I think if they were drilling that door, there's like this is hard. They'd be like, right, there's something good in here. It's the same as deadlocks. It's the same as slam locks, isn't it? Yeah, I don't don't know. If you're if you're trying to drill into it and you've got a bit of pig iron there, and you're like, why is my drill bit melting? It's a ball ache, isn't it? The the reason they do it is because it's easy. The harder you make it, the 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 less the less true. But it. I just think the easiest solution then is to start mugging the purse for the keys or breaking into their ass. You know, the problem you've got to nip. Yeah, but then, you've got to go to the root cause, isn't it? So the if you, if you're jacking someone's keys, that's a big nick. If you're yeah. if you're if you're jacking someone for their keys out of the house, that's burglary. That's a big nick. And it's burglary with menace or whatever. That's another big nick. So the the thing is, if they're all just robbing tools out of the van, you're not even going to see inside of a cell. You're going to be like, that's a slap on the wrist offence. Even if you've done it 10 times, you still probably ain't, ain't going to get custodial. So you've got to make it harder for them. And then it, and then the, the you're right, some will escalate. But they'll get there's no, there's no solutions that we could argue all night here about that's something that's not no, the ultimate solution is I'll tell you why I'm wrong. I'll, I'll tell you why I'm right. Because when I was growing up, there was a big problem of people getting robbed on the bus. It was a big thing. In Croydon, if you got on a bus at wrong time, you're getting robbed. Mm-hmm. And all round London it was street robbery. And then what they just started doing is they started handing out five-year sentences for street robbery. And all of a sudden, street robbery wasn't an easy easy thing to do anymore. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, it stopped happening because you're getting, no. big, you're getting proper big bird for doing that. Totally agree with you, but the way Mark got dealt with by the police, that ain't happening, is it? That's the thing. They know that laws out there backing them up. If they were to arrest these people, they'd have no prosecution on them anyway, would they? So yeah, they you can see why they don't put the resources into it. I think there is things that can be done, but it's more taking away the resale opportunities of stuff that's nicked. And you see, with like mobile phones kind of, you know, led the charge with this over the years. Yeah, they they kind of started blacklisting those because it was a big thing, weren't they? Of all your phones been nicked. They still get stolen today. They just clone them and still sell them on or they ship they them They all end up in Shenzhen, don't they? Yeah, no, so I mean... They end up- they end Not up stopped it in Africa. 
because no, my phone the is, network. There's a wicked documentary that's on YouTube. My phone that got nicked and up in, up in Shenzhen. And there's a, there's a documentary about 500,000 other people's phones that have been in Shenzhen getting stripped. So when you buy an iPhone screen, a genuine iPhone screen off eBay, it's actually nicked. <laughs> it's fucking, really? That's what they do. Yeah, they break them. But we've got, we've got, are we going to get off this subject and finish on a more happy? Because I, I imagine now there's a load of trades men and women listening to this podcast just angry. I think we should bring it up a little bit. To what? What good things have happened? Nothing. Might have got robbed. That maybe. <laughs> it's. I think like you've seen. Have you seen the um before we move on the Milwaukee Wonky stuff? So you can register your gears. Hilti as well. They have a register where you can register your power tools, and they come up with certain scans. There was a guy who got his Milwaukee. I think it was his chop saw back that had Wonky in it, and he was waiting for it to ping on his app for weeks and weeks and weeks, and eventually it popped up. It went round to the place where it was, and someone else had legitimately rebought it, but obviously, you know, it was stolen. So he, you know, he got it I've heard, I've heard you and Nick talking about uh, air tags. Yes, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be good if, like, has anyone seen the film The Running Man, where they had the explosive yeah, collar yeah. on the neck? Oh like, god, yeah. fuck, all, fuck all the tracking bit, yeah. Little Just bit of C four in there when you know it's back <laughs> at the crack, then but doink. Boom. You know what I'd do? I'd set it off by accident as I was trying to use it. You know what? And this is the same for yeah. You know, if one in ten of it, you know, if one in a hundred air tags could explode, you'd be able to stick them to your tools on show and no one would nick them anyway, would there? Because even you know criminals won't take the chance. I make my daughter wear one if she goes out and she's she's three. Well, she why not? Tag on her all the time. So no, I don't want it to explode. But I get what you're saying. Prevention's <laughs> better than cure, but yeah, if 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 they won't nick them. They won't nick them. If they knew they were, they won't nick them. If they could be tracked, they won't nick them. That's why they end up. And I'll tell you where the tools end up. Because I've seen a video on it online. There's a wicked um, recovery people on YouTube called Animatrix. I'll, I'll try and put the link in the comments here. Yeah? And they just recover stolen cars and farm equipment and stuff like that. They um, recover a little digger. And uh, they find it in one of them. You know the container yards where it's just loads of shipping containers? And when they crack it open, it's just full of power tools. Because they take it back to a shipping container. Chuck them in there because the trackers can't get out. No, that's right. Yeah, it's like so a Faraday cage. And yeah, this Faraday cage. Or leave, so they fill it up on a day. They leave it there for a month. After a month, they come back because all the trackers are flat and they empty it out and send it abroad, or just send it abroad locked up. It's 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 really annoying. But that is a top tip. Air tags. I know Bundy does it. He he tags everything up. He's got about four hundred of them, and he tags everything up. It's um. I think that's a good that's a good shout, um, and he has them like he has them in his van. He has them in certain tools and stuff like that. I don't, don't go around there yourself though. Ring the police because it does give you something to go at. Like Mark is struggling because he's got no further to take it as he, but that would give you something to go at. It would. It would. I would think there's a few things it, you can do. You what? Sorry. Would you go and get it? Uh, I'd send Matthew. Do they not start beeping now? If you you know if it's not your ear tab, it's following you around a lot. Does it not start beeping to say someone's near you? Yeah, it does. Yeah, I don't know if it beeps, but it does. Mate, does it? Does it's your phone will say there's an ear tag attached to you? It's been attached to you for a long time, isn't it? Yes, if it's not yours. So yeah, because they did have that problem. People were like dropping it in a bird's bag, and then following them home and stuff. All boys, rapists aren't sexists. <laughs> Mate, does this guy know that we're on YouTube? <laughs> you can't say shit like this. Nice guy, it works both ways. You're the yeah, worst I... host. Well, replace me then. You know, it was a list of monologue. But yeah, I suppose if you put all the tools in a, in a container, 
the guy comes to his container next door, it'll ping his phone, won't it? So it, there's, there's something to be said about air tags. I've not had anyone save a success story yet, but there's something to be said that there's some evidence there. Yes. You know what else you ate? Uh, and security <laughs> people in, uh, in in car parks, that's another good one. Actual physical people watching the hotel car parks if you're paying 15 quid a space a night. I do believe there's live oh, this is a thing. There. This is a thing. That is such a good point. That is such a good point, Mark. If you're paying £15 a night and that car park's Ramo, for sure... 100 cars at least. For sure, let's have a guard on there. Well, four, he could chip in and get a guard for the night, couldn't they? Do you know what I mean? How much is it? They were making 1500 quid a night on that car park. What, and they can't have someone on the gate? Exactly. Well, the, the person at the gate just like, go, oh, they won there because they're not paid enough to stop a, a criminal no, gang in a van. Like, if some, no, all they are is a, is a physical reporter. So they just go, mm. oh, look, there's a, there's a couple of scrotes driving around in a Vauxhall Nova, what we would know as a Vauxhall Nova. I'm not a, I'm not a lorry driver, but I do believe these these things exist for lorry drivers, don't they? Secure compounds where the lorry driver goes in, it gets locked in, they've got showers and that, and they pay a fee so we don't get the curtain right. slashed. I think so, yeah. Uh, I know it definitely exists in France. I don't know about in the UK, but I, I'm sure there are secure compounds for lorry drivers. Again, they're in the van, aren't they? They're in the wagon, full of could be full of iPhones, couldn't it? But, yeah. But people slash the curtains. That's why you always see the doors over the motor, isn't it? You've got the A1, yeah. the lorry... Doors are wide open because the van's empty because it's cheaper to leave your door open than it is for them to slash your curtains. And sometimes you'll see loads in the back of wagons because they'll, they'll cr- crawl in there and go, oh, it's plastic cups. Leave it. You know what, though? I heard that they have to open them because of different air pressures and stuff and it could explode. I, that sounds so dumb saying that, I know. It might, maybe, but I've de- I know for a fact that they leave them open because like, they'll get in there and go, oh, what's this? Is it worth nicking? It's like 20,000 plastic you know cups and they won't slash the curtain. Yeah. Because the curtains are about £8,000 or something. Yeah, they will be cheap, will they? You can see why they do it. You can't do that with your van, can you? Because you've always got odds and sods in there. There's a few people who've said they leave theirs unlocked. And I was like, well, does that cover your insurance if they actual, actually steal the van? Um, but I guess how, how, how would they prove that it was left unlocked? <laughs> you could put I... slam locks on the doors, the driver's doors. And if you've got bulkhead, mm-hmm. you could leave the could back do. doors open. Could do. I've got, I've got a van outside my ass. My van's got nothing in it outside my ass. If anyone wants to work out where it can come around. Really and truly, the only way of protecting against it now is to not leave your shit in there. It's Russian it, roulette. It is that's Russian where roulette. I'm at. That's where I'm at. Just leave it. And So will you lock the doors now or will you just fucking leave it open? Uh, probably still lock them and then just deal with the fallout afterwards. This is the first time in a while now. Uh, because we have been quite careful, but we spend a lot of time traveling around the country because we live in the ass end of nowhere. So if we want to work and end good dirt, we've got to travel, and that means staying away. It's one of those. It gets priced into the jobs as an overhead that we accept. <laughs> damage from time to time that we have to sort out. So it's the I know, I know you didn't have this option, Mark. I know you did not have this option, yeah, because you're in Heathrow, which is limited on where you can stop. But I, I, I touched on it earlier. Yeah? When I was working away, I'd, I'd, I'd go on Google Earth, look where I'm working, I live about half an hour away from Nottingham, so it's no big trouble. I'd go about half an hour out in a ring and I'd try and find a little quiet B&B down a country lane where some little old diddy runs it because your van's most secure. That's the only advice. That is honestly the only advice I can give to people. Yeah, or an Airbnb, so you've got a driveway. That's sometimes helpful. Yeah, cause it's more like yeah. a house, isn't it? So you are limiting the fact that... But I mean, I live in a little quiet town and on the local Facebook group, once I saw, oh, uh, eight vans have been robbed around here. They'd obviously come into town gone round the circuit, 
robbed eight vans, but they've not been down my road. And I, I didn't get caught up in it. But wherever you are, you've got that risk, but you can reduce it. And I would say the, the biggest reduction you can do is not going premierings and travel lodges. It's but, true. It's true. We use them when we're in London because you're kind of limited on where you can and can't stay. It's just the cost of it. The end oh, of the day. I know in Heathrow you had no other options. You're not going to find a little quiet B&B in Heathrow. Not really. Oh, but, was it T5 Premier Inn or something? It was Terminal 5 So that, Heathrow. Like, I swear there's like anti-terrorist police there, gun police. There is. A whole lot. There and is this like, police all over. That's the, that's a, that's a brass that's a brass on these guys. They've gone in there in like a highly like what you want to do if you're going to rob somewhere you want to rob somewhere where there's low police activity there it's high alert all the that time area is, that area is riddled with ampr they know yeah. every car that's gone in and out of there so the police know they know, they know what car's car. going out yeah and do you know what i bet it ain't even a nick car they've done it in no, because you're more risk of driving around the corner, don't you? That'll yeah. flash up straight away. Yeah. Whereas a legit car won't cause any problems. No, you, you don't even have to speed to get away. I think we've done a very good investigation on this. If yeah, anyone's come along tonight... Sorry, sorry, go on. I was going to say, you should ask your listeners to drop their comments in below, because I, this is like... I would imagine a 50% of your audience at least have had it happen to them. Yeah. And anyone that's come along for a giggle today and listeners for a giggle, I'm sorry, but this we're doing a public service tonight, aren't we? Just a little reminder, like, look after your well, shit. I've shouted at you twice. What? What did I say that time? No, what I'm saying is they would have laughed at me shouting at you. Well, do you want me to say something, so you to say something stupid so you can shout at me again? No, don't <laughs> say anything stupid. <laughs> I'm trying to make it as fun as I can, but yeah, but we did say it this week. We've got to have to have Mark on to talk about this because yeah. just a little reminder... Because it's a public service, isn't it? It's like, we're here to help Sparks out. We're trying to say, look, don't get COVID. Before COVID, this was bigger. This was more talked about. But it seems to have died a bit of a death. So we're just clicking it back up there. Yeah, this does happen. It does. And do you know what? I think this is a, one of the problems when people go to buy vans. They go to buy vans. They love their van. And they never think it's going to happen to them. They know it's going to happen. But they sort of lie to themselves it's not going to happen. <laughs> do you know what I mean? True. Nice. It's definitely going to happen at some point if you've got a nice van, all sign written, and it's like electrical. Sam's electrical in there. My last one, I'll be honest now, I'll be totally honest with you. It, it, it is genuinely why I stopped being self employed because I would be in a hotel at night and I'd just be like, Bruh. I'd be in the house at night. If a fucking squirrel farted, I could walk out my bedroom, which is over there for audio viewers, and I'd go and look out the bedroom window or I'd get my phone looking on CCTV. And I had, a, you know, the you know the thin van vaults, the ones that are like a pallet size. I had them in the floors with a false floor above it, so you couldn't even see where my tools were. I got where well, it, it started to affect the quality of my life genuinely. So I See, feel I, just sleep. I, just I can't sleep. mate. I used to have Tesco in there. I couldn't load it overnight to my house, and it's generally one of the biggest factors that's, that made me go and work for someone is that I don't have to worry about it now. Do you know what I do at night? This. Straight away. <laughs> and I wake up in the morning. I don't care. But I know I I, I feel... If you're, jobbing, if, you're, if you're jobbing Spark with a couple of grand's worth of tools, which I'm sure you've got in your in your poorly parked car that's on the street, like, yeah, you could probably swallow it up once or twice. But for, I know a guy that got a £30,000 mega for HV nicked and it got thrown in the hedge. And when they found it, it was wrecked. Because they got it, it was like, this is fucking useless. Even though it's worth 30 grand. It's not got no resale value in that area. So it got thrown ahead. So I, I was like, I, I used to have a lot of Tesco. Like, who do you sell that to? There's not no many one. people going to want one. Probably 20 people in the, in the country that got one. 
And who's here's here's the worst thing. If you buy stolen tools, you're, you're just as bad. I've got to say the C word again then, but yeah. You are. It's just all as good bad. Yeah, don't do, do, you do, it. Buy, do you want to buy a cheap drill? No, I fucking don't. You know why? Because tradesmen don't sell their tools. They give them away to, to apprentices or they might sell them to someone else or like some of that like someone they're working with. Tradesmen will not come up to you and sell you a tool randomly. That's there's a not few, what we do. There's a few. I bought I bought quite an expensive fluke oscilloscope off eBay. And I messaged the guy and says, look, mate, I'm going to absolutely make sure you're not stolen. This is not stolen. He went, he went, tell you what, mate, here's my address. Come round the house. And I got round there, and he was clearly like a lifetime electronics engineer. And he's like, I'm retired. Asked my missus. I was like, yeah, you, you know what I mean? I got all the right vibe. But if we got round <laughs> there, and it's like in some council estate down Nottingham City Centre. I've been like, what are you saying like, this for? Like, walking oh, around like this. I just don't want it anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Do you want to buy Jules? Yeah. I've got I Jules, you, man. <laughs> I suck your dick, I, man. It, it, it <laughs> popped up. It was quite a rare fluke oscilloscope. It's like, look, mate, I want to know you bought us genuinely. Like, another one, he said, oh, we're, we did a job and we needed this. And I've got the receipts. And I can tell you where I got it from. I was like, yeah, cool. But if you buy it, what to say, if you're part of the problem, buyers are worse than the stealers. Is that what they say? I, I, no, I don't think they're worse. I think they're just as bad. I think if, if you're buying, if you're buying bent tools, you're out of order. If there wasn't any demand, there wouldn't be any supply. But I do believe most of it's going abroad. If yes, honest. I do. I do. Mm, I think so. You go too. to a boot sale and you buy a drill from a boot sale. You're buying a stolen drill. Nine times out of ten. And I tell <laughs> you where the worst for it is. We can spot the mile off. I've seen on Facebook multiple times now, females, and I'm not saying they're not kind of tradesmen, but they're not selling, not a lot of women are selling a drill where the drills was owned by Bob, the saw was owned by Steve, the recip saw was owned by Kevin, and it's got the brand new DeWalt batteries with it. Yeah, you know what I'm getting at? Like, the, you yeah. see him on Facebook Marketplace all the time. It's a fucking hellhole. Yeah, but... you do. You do. Oh, it's always a, a woman selling tools on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, and you ask him where they got them from. Oh, my husband no longer needs them. Why has your husband got 37 names? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to say, because it's the truth. I'm not, not like I'm... I'm not like I'm Facebook Marketplace is one of the worst places for it. Facebook like... Marketplace is a fucking skip. I use it to get rid of all of my crap. It is, but if you want to buy stolen stolen tools, that's the place, isn't it? Because Online I was on the other day, I was on the the other day looking for um, batteries for remote control cars because I'm a bit sad like that. But that's the kind of thing you would, you know, hobby. Yes. Like, that's the kind of thing that naturally occurs but, on. Do you know what come up? Place. Like all batteries. batteries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's not that's not okay. I think it's fair to say that a, a, a remote control car, you buy it, you get bored of it, you sell it. Yes. But no one sells a Dual XRP drill and 18-volt battery. <laughs> All right, no, wrong. People will sell Dual drills sometimes, but there ain't. I've never sold a Dual battery. No. Why would I? No. The shit ones go in the radio no. and in the torches. Because I use Dual <laughs> yes, torches. <they> do. <laughs> yeah? you, 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 all your batteries are on a natural cycle from being brand new to going in the fucking bin. You are not going to flog them off at any point. And no one sells batteries, batteries ever. Unless it's Mickey because they're fucking junk. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're knocking him in the coffee machine or the leaf blower you got. <laughs> but yeah, but if I tell you what could have helped is if everyone went on Facebook Marketplace and found just Google batteries and just message them, 
you're a effing C word for everyone did it. They just won't be able to do it well, they won't be able to manage the messages. No, Self help is... of the trades. Yeah. I feel like um I feel like we've been quite in depth tonight. We give well, it a good going over, didn't we? Definitely. We better bring some small stuff on faces next week because this one's put me in a bit of a downer. No, but I got some good news next week, but I can't say anything about it right now. I well, what can. Did, what did you do that for? Is it? You can't say anything, Jamie. Can't I play the yes or no game. No. Oh. Oh, you can't even hint. I mean, what, all what I'm saying is, what I will say is, say, yeah, is have you? Has anyone here ever seen Futurama? Yeah. Yes. Why does Mark look like Doctor? <laughs> <laughs> Not Dr. Zoidberg. What is the other one? Dr. Phonesworth or something? Like, your head is getting more pointy and your hair is getting more tough. It is. You it is, like I'm afraid. Dr. Farnsworth before you got old. It's All I'd say is, mess. you know your van got slashed open? Yep. Yeah, what spark could he to the angle ground like that one you've got in the background? Exactly. The fucking yeah, inside the job. It's an inside <laughs> job, <laughs> isn't it? If you've so done it with that, it'd be a lot cleaner. It would, wouldn't it? They could have at least got the right gear to rob it. No, that's my thing. Bit. Like, wouldn't you just not giving ideas out just quickly? Um, I would just hit it with a grinder. I would have hit it with noise. Like, straight, People... Yeah, but mate, it can't be that much. I just, I don't know. I, I've yeah. spoke to one of the criminal fraternity and stuff like that. Yeah, what do you think is the most alarms, lights, cameras? Which one's better, putting people off? Lights. Correct. No one, no one wants, wants to be. Get, no one wants to rob in the daylight. No one wants to be seen visually. Cameras are reasonable. Alarms, people ignore them. But if you ever secure it, like a good security light comes on, they will fuck off. It, absolutely the case. No one wants to be lit up trying to do it. It no just one wants makes shown on them when they're doing a the job. It don't mean anyone see it. It's just it's just naturally unnerving. Into yeah, definitely. Mm. When so, we yeah, but... when we as kids, we used to do this thing called garden runs. And it's just like knocking all like, right. No, so my cousin lived on on a crescent. It's called Holder Crescent. So all the houses were round like the green in the middle. So we used to so half of it we used to see if we could run through people's gardens or and get round and compete complete the whole semicircle. <laughs> like, I know it's a chavy thing to do, but as a council state, I don't know what you want from me. Okay. <laughs> so you start and it was always like you'd, it'd be like on like a I don't know, like in October sometimes. So it got dark early and then you'd be busting through the garden, jumping over the fences and all stuff like that. And it's always the ones that had the garden light that come on, you'd be double scared of and you had to quit. Oh, the light's on, quick, quick, quick. <laughs> it's unnerving. I mean, if it was all lit up, there's no point in lighting your house up or your van up. It doesn't, that helps, that helps. But that bang of a light comes on, it's it's naturally like unnerving. Yeah, it does, it's... it does. Because you think someone's turned the light on, they're coming out. I tell you what, though, what, another tip is, uh, you know, what I find quite good for driveways and stuff. If you if you absolutely want to do a little bit of protection for your van, I don't think you can beat a ring doorbell. Do you know what? I think they're a good little bit of kit. They I know are. people will come on and go, no, I've actually got a full CCTV system. Uh, Billy Basics, the minimum amount of protection you can put on your van and your drive is a ring doorbell, I think, and then a good security light. Because we've got to do some positive stuff to finish off, haven't we? You can get those ring spotlights as well now, can't you, where they have yeah, yeah. the sirens, microphones in, and the lights all in one. Can you get that alarm off Felix Knights that goes, get back, you bastards, I'll break your legs? You <laughs> could probably is... record it in, I think. That would, that would generally put people off, wouldn't it? But yeah, ring ring doorbell and a good security light on your drive. And what they'll do is, 
obviously, the only problem is they'll fuck off the next door and rob them instead. Well, I don't care about next door. Yeah. I only care about me and mine. No friends. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag no friends. Right. <laughs> <Are they club? laughs> <They're out. laughs>